Welcome to Confessions from a Dental Lab. This show is all about bringing you into the lab, beneath the surface, so you can see things, hear things, and understand things right from the source. Learn from longtime ceramists, dentists, and lab techs, both young and old. Without further ado, let's begin. Dr. Harris on the show. I know if you check out this guy on social media, he's got some really exciting things going. He's got a really cool strategy. Um, we're going to be diving into more of that in a bit. My name is KJ Eichstead. I'm the brand manager for New Art Dental Lab, and you are listening to Confessions from a Dental Lab, the show where we try and bring you as close as possible to beneath the surface. You can hear things and, and learn things right from the source. Together with these episodes, it's our goal that we can all just get a little bit better. And once again, we've got a superstar dentist on today. Dr. Brian Harris, where are you calling from? So I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. That's where I practice. Amazing. It's uh, probably pretty hot this time of year, but uh, I think it's like 116 today, man. So it's it's brutal right now. That's that's beautiful. My parents actually lived in Phoenix uh, right before I was born. Um, so I've been there. I've been fortunate to to go there a few times. It's been about a decade since I've been, but I hear the the development is just going nuts. Where it's turned into a really beautiful city. Oh yeah, it's great. We love it here. It's home. Yeah. Um, where are you originally from? You know, I grew up here. My dad, well, I was born in San Francisco when my dad was in his final year of dental school and uh, and then moved here, lived here my whole life and then moved to San Francisco when I went to dental school and came back. So um, it's it's really, it's really home for me. Yeah. Well, well, that's kind of like my first two questions, Dr. Harris. Uh, and you did a little bit of a teaser right there, but maybe dive in a little further. I, I, I'd just like you to introduce yourself, like who is Dr. Harris, who you are and what you do. And then could you tell us a little more about your dental journey? Like, did you always know you wanted to be a dentist growing up? Or was this something that came to you a little later? If you wouldn't mind just introducing yourself, that'd be awesome. Yeah, of course. So I, as mentioned, I'm a dentist here in Phoenix, Arizona. I practice uh, exclusively cosmetic dentistry, uh, smile design cases, using porcelain veneers. And I absolutely love it. You know, my story is a little unique. Uh, my dad is a dentist. I have two brothers that are dentists. My uh, last brother is a dental lab tech. My father-in-law is a dentist. So um, it's kind of just always been a part of my life. And, uh, you know, I didn't always know it's what I wanted to do. I remember, I mean, this is back like early 90s, I was in high school and I remember my dad going through this like massive personal transformation. And, you know, he had gone to uh, one of the first cosmetic courses ever offered uh, at Baylor Aesthetic Continuum and, and, uh, and it completely changed his life. You know, he came home and, you know, went from just a dentist doing drill and fill dentistry to transforming smiles. So I think that was probably the first time that I, I was like, you know what, this is pretty cool. Like I actually do want to be a dentist and, and, uh, and, you know, he then went on to, to teach at LVI and then split off to uh, what was then called pack live and then eventually Hornbrook group. And, and so I, you know, I feel like I, I was lucky at an early age to get really a behind the scenes view of what dentistry could be like. And, um, it, it just allowed me to hit the ground run. And when I graduated dental school, I've been in practice about 18 years now. Wow. That's amazing. And, uh, just adding on to what you were mentioning about your dad, it, it sounds like he didn't just inspire you. It sounds like he inspired like the whole family. 
Uh, yeah, were there any yeah, siblings that weren't in, involved in dentistry or the dental world? No, no, there's four boys and all of us, all of us are in dental. Wow. That's actually so cool. Um, you know, my next question is, uh, I want to talk about like an X factor that separates you from other dentists. And, and to me, that's certainly one that stands out right away. Uh, you know, just like your group chat, chat conversations, you know, like the conversations you may or may not have when you go visit family around the holidays, like Dr. Harris, I'm sure you eat, sleep and breathe dentistry, uh, at the same time, you know, enjoying everything Phoenix has to offer and the community has to offer, but like, that's taken it to a different level. Uh, is, is that kind of accurate? Like, how are those, um, conversations? Like, do you guys like to get into like the nerdy dental talk, whether it's like the technician side or the cosmetic side or whatever, or or when you get together on the holidays, or do you guys kind of just like leave the dentistry at work and stuff like that? You know, that's a good question. Actually, I get to ask that a lot and it's a combination of both. I think because we work together, my dad's now since retired, but because we work together, it's, it's, it's really easy for those conversations to slip into normal conversation. But I think there's, you know, there's health in boundaries of, of, of making sure that you uh, continue to develop those personal relationships too. But I, I mean, I would say the biggest thing that sets me apart, you know, I think there's a lot of amazing dentists out there. Um, I think it's an amazing profession. Um, I years ago realized that, you know, really ultimately at the end of the day, there's so many people out there that want to improve their smile. They just, they just don't know who to trust to do it. They don't know what it costs. They don't know what their options are. And so um, I kind of earned that reputation as the virtual dentist uh, by being kind of one of the pioneers in, in teledentistry and video consults. So um, that's, that's kind of my thing. Now I'm, I'm passionate about connecting, communicating with people, letting them know what their options are, just making it really easy for people to get the dentistry they want to have done and, and uh, you know, create a whole software platform around it and have, about three, 300 dentists now using that platform to communicate with their own patients. So, um, you know, that's my passion, both cosmetics and communication. Yeah. Okay. So I'm really happy you just shared that Dr. Harris, because there's clearly something special going on and I feel like you kind of just interluded it. So would you mind expanding on that? Because it certainly is an X factor. If you take a look at Dr. Brian Harris on Instagram, he's got a great following. His profile is very clean but it's not just like nice cases thrown up. It's is you've kind of built like software in a system, as you said, that can help dentists. Could you tell us about like, you know, you don't have to take forever on it, but like maybe originally before this existed, like what were you doing and like what kind of problems were you facing that you saw the need in the market for this? And then like, how was it developing it? And then could you maybe just talk about like, like the story from inception to, kind of just like now what it is and what, how it benefits dentists for anyone that's uh, unaware. Yeah. So I think most dentists would, would resonate with, with, with the story or, or understand kind of what, what I'm about to say, but, but really the, the best way to explain it is that I felt like before I was not ever in control. I felt like I was always hoping a new patient would show up in my schedule. I was hoping that they would need something um, elective in nature and, and that I would be able to, to talk to them about cosmetic dentistry and hopefully they would want to move forward. And what's crazy is, you know, these people are showing up for these new patient visits. They've never met me. 
They have no idea of the kind of work that I can do. They have no idea really what things cost. They, they, they come in completely unprepared for even having those conversations. And so I think that's when, when it kind of clicked for me. I'm like, man, if I, if I could get my patients this information before they ever step foot in my practice, if they were able to, to see my work, hear my voice, see my face, you know, get an idea of what makes our practice different. And, you know, with the, with the, a happy invitation from me of like, Hey, I'm looking forward to seeing you. That would be, that would be a game changer. And so that's kind of where it was born. It was just really stepping back and seeing the obvious that the sales process was broken. You know, it was a very uh, inefficient process where, you know, now it's, it's a, such a more efficient way to do things because they, they come in, the trust is already there. They already know what they want. They already know your fees. They already know the kind of work that you can do. Now it's more just a matter of helping them make it happen. Yeah, that's so incredible. Um, and if someone wants to get started with that and learn more, where can they go and just like get some info or get started uh, with that? Yeah, I mean, the easiest thing is probably just just go to the website, smilevirtual.com. Um, so the, the platform is called Smile Virtual Consult, um, just smilevirtual.com. Um, and, you know, it's gained some pretty solid traction in the dental space. What's been really interesting is in the in the lab space, mm-hmm. um, it's really starting to change the game because, you know, I, I think labs have a similar issue. They have they want to do more higher end procedures. They want to do more cosmetic cases, but. No, they got to now try to figure out how to get more new doctors where, you know, this is, this allows them to just help their current doctors just do more of those cases. So they don't have to find new doctors. They just, they help, help those that already know how to win, just win more really. So, uh, but yeah, smallvirtual.com is where you can uh, find out that information. People can always reach out to me directly too. I'm happy to, happy to help um, wherever I can. Yeah, I mean, that's like a common theme we see in, in the dentists we talk to, whether it's in the lab for a tour or on a show, on the show like uh, Confessions from a Dental Lab, is even if they're not, like they might have a specialized practice in cosmetics, but if they don't, they're definitely at the very least, I would say, intrigued by it. You know, like that's like the low end of the spectrum is people who don't necessarily, um, like no one isn't interested in cosmetics seemingly um, from what we're hearing and this sounds like a great tool to to maybe apply and uh, get you know your feet wet, get your feet a little uh, deeper in, into that um, aspect of dentistry. So, thank you for sharing that, Doctor Harris. Sure. Um, so, how about this? You can take this any direction you'd like. What's one thing your patients have taught you over the years? I think. I think this is actually really a hot topic right now. Um, I think the biggest thing is that for a long time, I thought cosmetic dentistry was what you saw in AACD magazines, what you saw, you know, in AACD accreditation cases, you know, this, this idea of mimicking nature and, and creating just really natural, amazing looking teeth. And what I've, what I've realized over the years is that cosmetic dentistry really is completely dependent on what it is that your patient wants. You know, I, I, I do cases still today that are 
super bright white, not natural, not natural shapes, you know, unnatural lengths. And patients absolutely love it. For them, it is cosmetically pleasing. It's it's what they want. And so, you know, there was there was a time where I would kind of push back of like, no, you don't want that. This is what you want. And and I think what's changed everything is social media. Now, you know, before people would come in, they want to improve their smile. They didn't have any place to go to, to have any frame of reference besides yeah. the Polaroid photos in your in your waiting room, where now and with a couple clicks of a button, they can see thousands and thousands of cases on social media and they know what shade they want. They know what style they want. And so just my patients have taught me to just really listen to what it is my patients want and help them achieve that. And if I do that, you know, then they're happy. And then they'll tell their friends and their family and uh, it's just abundance all around. For sure. Uh, you know, that's like a, one of these things that also just applies to, I think, anything you're doing, right? It's almost like listening to the person you're serving so you can serve them best you can. Yeah. Um, so quick, quick side question, Dr. Uh, Harris, because you're so heavily into cosmetic, um, what's your, uh, I guess, like, how do you go about diagnostic wax ups? Like, do you do them for every case? Do you do them like once in a while? Like, like what's your uh, philosophy or so, or uh, so to speak on like diagnostic wax ups, where do you come in? I think um, I'm a little unique in that probably 60% of all of my smile design cases, I do not use a wax up on. I, I do a freehand composite mock-up chair side right there. And then that is used as, as the, the diagnostic wax up. So it's done with flowable composite. Me and the patient designed it together um, it takes about 30 to 40 minutes and it's, it's just freehand one tooth at a time building ideal size and shape based on facial structures. And so I would say most of the time that's, that's how I manage things. Um, eight unit, 10 unit, 12 unit cases. Anytime we're doing upper and lower arch, uh, that's when I go to a wax up because now we're, now we've really got to dial in occlusion. We got to, we got to figure all those things out, but if it's more of like a purely aesthetic case, I like to have control over that process. Yeah, I think that's a it's a really good answer. And um, you kind of gave a case for for each uh, scenario. So thank you for, for elaborating on that a bit. Um, how about this, Dr. Harris? How important is it to work with a good dental lab? And why is that so important for dentists? Uh, I think, I mean, it's it's at least half of the battle or if not more i mean when when you have a when you have a lab that understands aesthetics and understands you know what what it means to really you know help help the dentist be successful it can be a real game changer and and what i mean by that is a lab that understands aesthetics if 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 they get a case from you and you've under reduced a little bit on the facial of 8 and 9 you know, a, a more inexperienced lab would just build that case out and have everything be more bulky in the front, bulkier than the temps. Like an experienced lab would, you know, pick up the phone, call you and say, hey, here's what we're seeing. You know, are you comfortable with us making two reduction copings so you can reduce those areas and this will give you a much better aesthetic result, you know, or being able to to recommend material choices and just have a predictable process. So I think you know, when, when you have a good lab, it really, it really does make a massive difference. 
Yeah, I would say uh, same thing with the dentist, right? Like one is one isn't as potent without the other, and together they're everything you need. Uh, how about this, Doctor Harris? Last question here, bonus question. Take this any direction you'd like. I guess it's kind of two parts, but what advice would you give to dentists just to maximize success going forward? And then furthermore, do you have any goals for the future you'd like to share? Yeah, I would say when it comes to maximizing success, regardless of how you practice, where you practice, um, I think just the, the simple, the simple step of just pausing before you go into that room with the patient, pausing, and really focusing on like, what are you going to do to just help serve them in the best way possible and help them get what it is they want. You know, when you can leave all the ideas of selling and, and, you know, converting people to, to say yes, if you can just forget about the the business side of it and just show up to, to help somebody and, and just be very direct and open and honest with, with options, I think that is when, uh, when it's a pretty powerful thing. You know, that's when more people say yes uh, it's when more people really see that you're being genuine. So I think, I think that's even more so, you know, as, as each year goes by, I think people really value honesty and transparency more now than ever before. And so I think that really should be the focus of, of every practitioner. Um, and that's, I don't know if that's what you're looking for, but I, I, I feel like that's yeah. something that that's really, really important. Well, to me, it's, it just made me think of like the starting point, you know, like before everything at the very start, you have to, you know, be a person. And it's just one of those themes again, where it's, it's like, you're in the dental business, but you're also in the relationship business and same with like the dental labs and the dentists and, and all that good stuff. Uh, you know, relationships, a good relationship can really do a lot for someone's life. And, uh, whether it's like dentists, whether it's their mother, father, or, or brother, sister, or best friend. And and I think um, to me, when you said that, it just made me reflect like before everything else, you know, be a person, ask yourself, like, how can I serve this uh, other person? And uh, yeah, don't you know, like, you know, technical stuff is very important as well, but also the soft skills. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. I think, uh, I think the, our profession you know, has got a bright, bright future ahead of us. And, and, uh, and I think, you know, if, if we can change our mindset as the, as the, the world is changing and if we can, you know, just, just really focus on doing right by the patient, it's, it's, it's going to get us further ahead than anything else. So, so no, I, 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 uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate the, the, the words of wisdom there and, uh, and for what you're doing for the profession too, it's really cool to, the, to be able to do this for, for doctors, you know, for labs and just kind of bring everybody together. Man, thank you so much. Uh, that's kind of what we're trying to do as well. Just make relationships. And from there, everything else takes care of itself. Um, any final thoughts, Dr. Harris? I don't know if you wanted to maybe talk about a goal or just any closing thoughts as we wrap this up. Um, I would say, I would say maybe a final thought. Uh, something yeah. that's just, just on my mind recently is, you know, I think we're we're much more in control of our own success than we than we realize. I think, you know, when when schedules start to slow or things aren't as busy as they used to be, there's this tendency to want to just 
you know, kind of go in and, and start doing the kind of dentistry that you're maybe not comfortable with or start, you know, overbooking yourself or um, just having a mindset of scarcity and, and it ends up affecting how you practice. And and I think if, you know, if, if we can all just kind of pause and really focus on what we do best and, and start, instead of trying to be good at, you know, a lot of things, just be like really, really good at a couple of things. I think that is, uh, that's where it becomes fun. And that's where you can really build a reputation for yourself. Thank you so much for joining us today. Dr. Brian Harris, he's in Phoenix. He's an incredible cosmetic dentist. You can find him on Instagram at Dr. Brian Harris, B-R-I-A-N-H-A-R-R-I-S. And I encourage everyone to get in touch. Um, Definitely learned a lot today. Uh, This has been another great episode of Confessions from a Dental Lab. We look forward to connecting with everybody next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Confessions from a Dental Lab. If you'd like to contact the show, simply send us an email at dentallabpodcast at gmail.com. You can also get in touch with us at life at newart dental on Instagram. Thank you for listening once again. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Make sure to subscribe and tell a friend. And until next time, we're out.